Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Arkansas made a, another move today from the transfer portal. A position that you've been talking about, if nothing else, additional depth at that particular position. But this looks like maybe a potential starter on the defense, maybe this fall. Yeah, I mean, always good to get depth for when you can get a guy that, you know, registered 70 tackles last season at a quality program, Cincinnati, former four-star recruit coming out of high school. That's certainly uh, nice to have. Jaheim, Th- Jaheim Thomas, 6'4", 245, a big, big linebacker who's got two years of eligibility left. Um, nice addition. And I, I think we've mentioned him a couple times on the show, but uh, he's, you know, he's a nice pickup. That's That's about – all you can ask for out of the transfer portal. So to get two guys like uh, like they've got at linebacker with Antonio Greer and now Jaheim Thomas, uh, that's that's pretty solid. Uh, knew that they were eyeing two. They wanted to bring in two. And, I mean, I'm almost about to cry, Randy, but I feel like for the first time, there's a surplus <laughs> at linebacker. Feels like a surplus. I don't want you to get emotional, Trey. We can't handle yeah, it. It's a big deal. We're happy. We're happy. You're right. I agree. It feels like it, I can't remember the last time I, I felt like, wow, they, you know. And, and here's the deal, too, with, with linebacker. I mean, even before Greer came in, technically the numbers were about where they should have been. So, they're yeah, they're really a couple more than they even really needed. But, you know, with, with so many young guys, you had, you know, big class last year, talented guys. Um, you got a big freshman class coming in. You know, you're you're definitely a little bit young in the room, so you did need to add. You know, the the formula of a three deep plus one doesn't work all the way around, because you know you you need to make sure that you have a lot of veterans up at the top. I have been meaning to ask this for a while, and so I'll ask it now. Um, when you did the scholarship distribution, and yet when I look at uh, this was by Danny. Uh, Danny had yet to add him in to the linebacker mix, but uh, just taking Danny's story as an example, Antonio Greer is listed first. Does that have any meaning at all? I mean, on mine, it's just listed in order of, of age. So Antonio's a redshirt super senior, gotcha. so he'd be at the top, and then Thomas would be redshirt junior. And then Chris Paul, redshirt sophomore, Jordan Crook, Manny Powell, Kate, Jordan Crook, Manny Powell, sophomores, Kate and Hanley, redshirt sophomore, and then all the freshmen. Okay. And I mean, I was just – because um, Antonio Greer, and maybe Trey did the same thing now that I look at it. Uh, or Trey. Danny did the same thing. He's got Greer at the top, but he is a redshirt super senior. Then Chris Paul, then Jordan Crook. Mandy Powell, and so forth and so on. Uh, so I see what I'm guessing both of you did. You listed them by age uh, in regards to eligibility because Antonio Greer, then Jaheim Thomas, as you mentioned, I won't be repetitive, but I, I, I just wanted to make sure that's the way it was. Uh, when you said you almost 
went into tears. I thought what you were going to say, uh, rather than having more than just now depth at the linebacker position, was Thomas and his size. Because you have been preaching and, and saying, we want bigger linebackers. 6'4", 245. I thought that's really what you were talking about, Trey, when you were getting close to tears because that, to me, is the perfect size, 6'4", 245. Yeah, and I think he's a guy that could, you know, also help them when they go that, you know, 4-3 look because they've been using uh, – let's see, they've been using – who did they use out there? I know they used Crook. Carson Dean. Well, when they went to – no, they used Carson Dean and – I, I guess it was, uh, I guess it was Brad Spence who, yeah, yeah, twenty three, if my memory serves. So, um, twenty two and twenty three. So, yeah, when they went to the four three look on defense, they the outside guy was kind of a bigger linebacker. I mean, Carson Dean, you know, he's six four himself, you know, so six four two thirty five or so. So he's also a bigger type of linebacker. So, when they added him, and you know, when we saw that they were recruiting, obviously when he visited and everything. Um, kind of thinking that, you know, he could be a guy that would, would pop out in that, you know, when they had that 4-3, but also play inside in their in their, in their their 4-2-6. Or, excuse me, 4-2-5. 4-2-6 would be great. 4-2-5, though. <laughs> All right, Trey, as we count down to the magical number of 85, does that mean 79 is now the new current number? 79. 79. Uh, so they got 45. Players returning, 34 new additions. That's wow. 20 high school recruits and 14 transfers. Wow. And so they got they can add six more, so it could be a 2020 class, 20, and, 20 high school and 20 transfers. So now look into your crystal ball. Uh, you had uh, another article in um, augsports.com. Arkansas's remaining transfer portal needs. What are you projecting next? Mm-hmm. Well, they're good to go at linebacker now, so that's good. I still think they need two defensive backs, preferably safeties. Uh, if not safeties, then, you know, good quality guys where they can move somebody else to safety. I think they'll still probably move a cornerback to safety. So, But ideally you need, whether it's moving players around or whatever, you need two more defensive backs, backs, and two of them need to be safeties. Um, so that would be two of the spots that are remaining. Good at linebacker. I think they need one more defensive tackle. Uh, Danny's got an article that breaks down, you know, some of the guys that you need to know. Uh, Kiwi Rose out of Louisiana Tech, six three three zero three, would be a guy that would, as he puts, make a lot of sense at this stage. Um, you know, and. Like with the linebacker too, Randy, it's not so much that like they didn't have good enough players, you know, it's just like somebody's going to get hurt, you know, at every level. And when that happens, you don't need to be in a situation like you were with, you know, Brooks Ellis back in 2015 where he can't even breathe because he's been on the field so long and he's trying to chase down Derrick Henry. You know, you, you just you don't want to be in that state in the fourth quarter. It's the same way with the defensive line. You, you want to be able to keep your guys healthy to when you get to the fourth quarter. You can put your best guys in there, and they're nice and fresh. Uh, so that's why, you know, it's not like Torian Carter, Eric Gregory, and um, Tank Booker, and uh, Cam Ball can't get it done. It's just 
too deep isn't necessarily enough anymore, especially in this climate where you can go and add players who are ready to go out of the transfer portal. So two, two safeties, one more defensive tackle. I still would like to see them add a big tight end. A guy that can, you know, they can put in a short yarded situation and, and block or sneak out and catch a pass, be a threat to do both. Uh, and, I mean, really a wide receiver and an offensive lineman. And really, I mean, they could use they could use two offensive linemen to get the numbers right. But I think they they've got enough quality players at the top, you know, competing. You know, they've got like you know six guys that are legitimately competing for starting spots. And then, a, you know, a few other guys, a couple other guys that are that are right there, you know, Chambly, Marion Harris, those guys, you know, probably need a little bit more development, but bright future. They've also got some pretty qu- good walk-ons, Josh Street, Brooks Edmondson, you know, some of those guys. Uh, so they've got some, some pretty good walk-ons. So I would say just, you know, one offensive lineman and you're fine. It gets you to 15. Ideally, you'd be at 16, but 15 is fine. Uh, wide receiver, I got him at eight, so they they definitely need to get one more wide receiver, um, and they've offered quite a number of them. And Danny's got a list of of all the guys to to keep an eye on um, right now. But man, speaking of you know keep an eye on one of them is Keon Coleman, um, who's out of Michigan State. Michigan State in the, within the last couple of days had their starting quarterback and their best wide receiver enter the transfer portal. I mean, can you imagine? Mm-mm. You imagine you're getting down to the last couple of days of the transfer portal and you lose mm. KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders, something like that, something caliber like that. I mean, that, that just that would uh, that would be tough, and that would definitely, to me, raise some questions about what's going on with the coaching staff. I mean, yeah, exactly. And if you just do it in that case, but. It, and if you just tuned in, Trey did not say that's what's what happened. No, that's not what's happened. I'm just trying to put in perspective for Arkansas fans. Like I know you, you wake are, up one day. Somebody's channel surface and they go like, what did he just yeah. say? <laughs> that's right. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, but, you, you know, you turn, you, you know, you wake up in the morning and you see guys of that caliber that have exited your program. I mean, that would just be mm. brutal. So I don't know what's going on at Michigan State, but uh, – there's a good wide receiver and a good quarterback in the portal. And we do know that their coach is making, what, $9 million a year after he had one good year. Yeah. So good yeah. luck. And he's the only Tucker making that, I'll tell you. <laughs> Let's talk with uh, Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, Trey, you know, I'm, I'm really, really just picking your brain on this. You know, linebackers, you know, where, where do they fall on this list? I mean, you named about every position. Uh, where, where are we going to fall this year on linebackers? What do you mean fall this year? How do, well, we, I mean, how do we stack up? Yeah. Well, I think they stack up pretty good now. Yeah. I mean, I, I've liked, you know, Jordan Crook, Manny Powell, um, you know, Carson Dean also in that in that mix. Um, Pooh Paul, you know, those guys that they already had, I think have really high ceilings. I mean, like, I think that those guys – are all going to be good linebackers. I like and, Crook. Yeah, I like Crook a lot too. Um, so, well, and we and we know what a linebacker should look like as far as Drew Sanders. Do any of these kids fit that bill outside football? Uh, I mean, Drew Sanders, pretty unique player. 
you know, physically, right. like size-wise, you know, Carson Dean is that size. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to say he's like the next Drew Sanders or anything like that, but, uh, you know, to be 6'4", 237, and run a 4.59 in the 40 and with a 37-inch vertical is pretty impressive stuff. So I don't know that I'm ready to say that. Uh, you know, a guy that I think has a ton of upside, you know, just from size and potential and all that stuff is Manny Powell. Powell will – Powell is really put together, like shredded. Uh, he's got good size, 6'3", 235-ish. Um, you know, he's a guy that might have as, as big an upside as any of them. But, uh, you know, they, they're just young. And, you know, look at, to me, looking at him, and Poupal, I think Poupal, you know, he could potentially have an all-ICC type of season if he if he has, you know, stays healthy. And, and hopefully being able to rotate some linebackers stuff is going to keep those guys healthy. I mean, last year – they got pretty banged up, but they pretty much had a three-man rotation at linebacker with, with Poupal, Bumper Pool, and Drew Sanders. The year before that, three-man rotation. year before that, three-man rotation. It's just like it's what it's always been. But now, I mean, you have the opportunity to, I mean, I don't know if they'll do six, but they could, I think. I think they could do six, if, you know, if they stay healthy. So, good thing. Right. I just got one good, more thing. You always, your daughter's always doing uh, cool stuff. Uh, my oldest daughter just got the. If you go to the B section of the Arkansas paper, she's got a pretty good article in there that she wrote on the, the health of mothers. She's got to interview a pretty big actress, and it, it's in the paper today. So, pretty proud of her. And then, uh, what was the news of it? Did they ever come out and say what happened to the uh, was it Chris Smith that passed away? Did they ever give the details on what happened to him? I don't know. I've not seen it. So. No. Well, yeah, thirty-one years yeah. old. We know that. Yeah. I right, appreciate it, guys. Thank you, Savage. Let's talk with Stat. Stat, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. I got a quick question about the transfer portal because that thing just drives me crazy just thinking about it. Uh, there's a recent player that transferred to LSU point guard. She was a no-contact transfer. No contact in every sport or just certain sports? Because I had never heard that term before. No contact. No transfer. contact. I've never heard of that before. Basic. Are they are they suggesting that can't reach he was out non- to her? Are they suggesting that he was unrecruited and enrolled, for, so they would be able to count the scholarship kind of some kind of weird way? I don't know if that's a thing anymore. Now that you have unlimited, I don't know what that means. Non-contact transfer. Yeah, she could reach out to the other teams. But they couldn't like actively recruit her unless she had reached out to him. Was what the article thought. So, you know, I never heard that term, and I thought, okay. So I called the afternoon show, and they were stumped. So I thought I'd call Trey, and evidently he's stumped too. I'm stumped. I've not heard that before. I mean, when I've did they like, when they outlaw tampering? <laughs> you know, you have people. Uh, you have the guy from uh, Michigan announce he was going to Iowa. Before the portal even opened in December, that one baffled me too. But I'll hang up and listen, and uh, if I find the answer, I'll let y'all know. Yeah, I mean tampering's been going on forever. Why does that stop anybody? Yeah, I. uh, Yeah, I don't. I guess I'd have to know more context about it. But you know, in the past, when they've had non-recruited. 
player, like it's a non-recruited player, would join your roster, you would be able to, and that means like you couldn't do in-home visits with them. They couldn't take an official visit to your school. Right. That's all that meant. But that allowed you to, um, you know, count them towards a different class. But that doesn't matter anymore because it's unlimited scholarships. At least it is in, in football. Maybe it's, I don't know how it would work for basketball. <laughs> I have never heard of that before. No. Yes, I have now. Uh, by the way, Drew Sanders became the first Arkansas linebacker to be selected since Drake Greenlaw, 2019. Highest selected since Quentin Caver, 2001. Arkansas has got to produce more than two NFL yes. players a year. Yes. That's just linebacker. not. That's just not good enough. Um, they haven't been good there were 62 linebacker. players in the SEC. Yeah, 62 players in the SEC that were drafted. And Arkansas had 3.2% of them. And that's just, I mean, there were plenty of schools. Probably, I think like six schools had, you know, five, six guys drafted. I'm not saying like be Alabama and Georgia right now and have 10. But, you know, Arkansas should have five, six guys drafted, especially in this climate with the transfer portal and being able to add quality players. Right away. Um, two's just not enough. Now, looking ahead to next year, maybe there's a possibility that they could get to that number. But, yeah, they got to do better than that. Alabama and Georgia tied with 10 <laughs> players Every each year. picked mm -hmm. in the 2023 yeah. NFL draft. Those two in LSU every year. They've got a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think LSU did six this year. South Carolina had five, you know. So, um, yeah, Arkansas is, I mean, I think it's kind of interesting. Like, the last time they had – what is the record since they went to seven? Is it six? Fifteen Arkansas? players in 2022, Georgia. No, I mean for Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh, Georgia. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know in 2004 and 2008, I think that they had six in those years. And those years, they also had two first-rounders in each of those years as well. So, um I mean, you got to win a lot of games. You got to win games. If you win games, you have a successful season. Usually, you have a high number of draft picks. So, but uh, two's not enough. Arkansas's got to got to produce more. Florida six, LSU six, Tennessee, Auburn, South Carolina five. Half of your starters should be draft picks, should they not? Like, if you've got half eleven, yeah, that, that's a half, lot. But they're not all coming out in the same year. You know, I just see. like, yeah, okay. you know, if you've got 22 guys out there, then 11 of them should be NFL players. Eventually, you know, I mean. Well, good point. You know. Good point. I mean, if you're if you're that good, I just made your comments on the linebackers. Arkansas has been woefully shy of excellent linebackers. And yeah, I think that they, they haven't have. had one drafted as high as the third round in 22 years. That just shows you recruiting deficiencies there. They've had some good linebackers, but none like Sanders that you look at and say, that guy's going to play in the NFL. Right, right, right. I mean, and Drew Morgan, or excuse me, uh, Grant Morgan was a really good linebacker for Arkansas. But, you know, he wasn't the size that you no. that you would view in Nor the NFL the as an ideal size. Yeah. Right. And he had a lot of heart and, you know, a lot of leadership. But the NFL is full of guys with heart and leadership that are 6'4", 245. <laughs> and when you look around the SEC, there are linebackers that, that run a 4'4", 4'5", 
that give you fits, and, and Arkansas is not having any of those, and, and that's what you have to have to win in the SEC. Yeah, it certainly helps. Let's talk to Boss Hog. Boss Hog, you got a question or comment for Trey? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's Trey? up, buddy? Good, everybody. How are you? Hey, man, we need a bunch of Quentin Coriots. I'm, 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 I'm proud. I'm excited. But uh, I tell you, we're going to be able to run the ball. We're going to. I believe our Randy, if I'm not mistaken, and you correct me, and Rick, uh, is our, our wide receivers. Man, I'm just concerned about us getting open, and we need safety help in the backfield. The kid, you know, the 24, McAdoo, is going to be a stud defensive back, I believe, in my own opinion. Um, but, yeah, if you would, just you guys elaborate on that. And, Rick, why I disagree with you not giving Randy hell for our Orioles being on top of the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early. Look, as, as bad as it's been in recent years, we'll hold off. Wait till the season's over. Give him we'll hell. Love you guys. Thank you, boss. <laughs> All right, All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. Okay, bye, guys. That is Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.